All right, welcome everybody to another episode of Moscow Mules and Knopsides OT PGH Speaker Series. I'm uh, one of your hosts, Kyle. I'm David. And this Hello, week Kyle. we have Allie. Allie, how are you doing? Doing great. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Delightful. Glad to, glad to have you on as one of the speaker series. Obviously, we'll have you, I'm sure we'll have you back again, like I tell all the the speakers as well for a longer and your personal podcast usually you tell them that after we've already talked to them so you're, you've kind of extended that olive branch a little bit early yeah i yeah. guess i'm just now i can go thank you. you do have clout you do have a little bit of you know you got some inroads there with kyle already yeah i do yeah yeah i've known alex for a, a, a little while but uh if, if you're just listening jumping into ali's podcast what uh the speaker series is all about is that there's a, a one-time pittsburgh conference coming up on October 9th you'll be listening to this hopefully before then uh, and this is just to kind of give you a little insight about the, some of the speakers you know some of them that were able to jump on for a short podcast with us just to kind of give a little more insight about who they are and a little teasers about their talks so that's you know the gist of it all so um, but you know come back and listen to all our other podcasts along the way we got some great guests lined up and a Halloween series coming up and had some in the past had some real good ones in the past we had some really great ones in the past. So if you're listening for the first time, listen to all of them. Did you actually, know that we're like, I'm sorry. Did you, did you know that uh, we're on prime now? We're on, we've got picked up by the, by the big Bezos. Uncle Jeff's going to pimp us out there to the internet. We're also featured in security magazine um, via Dina's mom, via Purdue online university, put us in security magazine link in there. So hopefully we'll just, I got to check out the stats. I haven't checked out any stats last uh, little bit but uh yeah without further ado ali how what's going on how's uh well you're back in new school i'll spoiler ali's in grad school how's that going yeah i'm in midterms right now uh ending them up actually i finished them out yeah so that's that's great a lot of papers didn't school just start yeah we do minis so it's like all semester classes crammed in eight weeks that's fast it is fast. Something new every eight weeks, which is Do you nice. hate that? Do you, do you like, do you, you know, feel like you need a little like bit it. more time? I like yeah. it because it's like my attention span is good for eight weeks. So it's something new all the time. Just good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's keep, keep it going. So, yeah, it's not bad. I'm sorry. I froze for a little bit. I'm back You did. It, it was a creepy f- a phrase. It was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> I knew it was coming. It's just like this, this happens to me on this show. Like it just, it, it, I, my internet doesn't freeze except when I'm here doing this so apologies well give, give everybody a little more insight about what your interests are uh i mean you can talk about your summer internship if you want if you want to highlight some of the stuff there i think you did some cool stuff this summer because obviously i was talking to you yeah um <laughs> you don't have to say where you worked if you do accidentally i'll obviously you don't want to say it i'll cut it out no worries yeah i was at um a fortune 200 this summer so that was really cool my background's international relations and security so i'm involved in threat intel and analysis so it's nice to get exposed to that coming into the field um being able to combine my interests with international security and cyber and i find that it's awesome to have that opportunity to bridge the gap almost i guess um being exposed to your classes in undergrad and now being at a fortune 200 this summer um i got to work with honey tokens and seeing how insider threat and different apt groups and stuff like that could potentially you know bring a threat to the organization and how that all happened so it was interesting to see it definitely brought me a whole new world of knowledge 
Can you give you say, the audience a, a high level what a honey token was? Because I think when you told me about that, I have an idea what it was, but I've never used them. But do you want to? Yeah, a honey token is essentially everything a honeypot is, but it's not a computer system. So it's like a fake email address that can track whether a mailing list has been stolen or like dummy macros or dummy QR code or even like a, I saw that you could do like a dummy Slack or AWS API key, which I thought was cool. There's like, depending on the tool, there's a whole range of things that could be honey tokens and you could disperse them anywhere on a global network. So they're like virtual tripwires. Where's a good place to drop one of those? Unless that's you know, like a like a TTP, you don't want to give up. Um, I'm trying to think of what I can say based on what I did. Uh, so say that there was you're in a company that has like a global presence. Um, if you were concerned about a business relationship that you had, um, you could drop in some of their. Uh, oh, gotcha. So okay, okay. So that's cool. So you're, like a, you said like maybe like a file they're not supposed to read and it like accidentally populates yeah, so, into their share folder and then oh, they, accidentally yeah. shows up. Oh, yeah. And you're like. Or if I had access to a file that I definitely shouldn't on like in my CISOs files or something like that, it's like, why do I have access to it? But you could leave it open to see if I'm snooping through it. And then you'd get an alert to your email. You're triggered and you can go up your logs. And see, I don't like that. That's just, you know. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, it's like bait. Do you guys remember the show Bait Car that used to be on? I think it was on like True TV or something. I don't know. It just feels, it feels like bait. But, okay. you know. Your 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 fortune, like you said, Fortune two hundred. You know, you're a you're a big company. You you need to uh, assume that sort of thing happens, and you have to figure out how to stop it from happening. Yeah, so, I mean, I get it. Yeah, if you're concerned about intellectual property and stuff like that, especially if you're a huge company, I think it's a really great tool. No, I'm I'm on board. Sure. I just think it's uh, I just think it's sneaky. Yeah, but, sneaky like in a good way. I don't know. Yeah. For me, I always had this like image in my head and I was like, kid, like I'm going to bust the bad guys behind a computer. Kyle makes fun of me for that a lot. He's like, you have this image in your head. And I'm like, I do. So this is about as close as it's going to get for me. <laughs> so, so that's how long you've known Kyle that he's been able to, to run sort of like the, uh, I don't know, psychological profile on you yeah. and, and just able to talk about that. So look at him shaking his head up there. He's like, nope, no. Nope. Sure. I don't know if I said that, but I think, yeah, I think maybe one point you're like, I want to like get the person. I'm like, ah, so does everybody else. So yeah, we all yeah, do. For sure. Sometimes you do get the bad guy though. Sometimes, oh yeah, totally. Sometimes you get him. It just kind of like why any hits on your things this summer? Are you allowed you to say that? Anybody. I can't say anything. Okay. Cannot confirm or deny. Cannot confirm or deny. That's good. So it must've been, it must've been pretty fruitful. You had a good time. It, it was a decent uh, learning opportunity. It was definitely a good learning opportunity. I got to see um, definitely the whole other side of like the private sector. Cause that's not something I'm used to. I'm at. Are you okay? Is there someone in your shadows? house? Is, there, is, that, is shadow. that your cat? Oh yeah. My friend brought me Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, it was like your cat is big. It's like Godzilla yeah, size. I do have, yeah, I have cats, but no, it's not my cat. Sorry, I should have maybe said something. Uh, yeah, Kelly, <laughs> there's someone inside your house. Oh, we all stopped. And we're like, oh, uh, shadow. There's a shadow. Over there. Yeah, uh, I did get to learn a little bit of the private sector because I'm at CERT now, so it was definitely a change of pace for me. So, are you still at CERT? Yeah. Where did you sit? Where were you? I'm on the Vol team at CERT. She was across from Deb. Oh, I don't go down there. That's why I never yeah, saw Yeah, you her. never went down there. Did you ever, yeah. have you ever like been on the second floor ever? Silent. Twice. I've been on the second floor twice. Uh, <laughs> both times to go to the Vol lab, I think with you. Oh, I went to see David once. 
Well, three times in, in, in five years. Yeah, I don't need to go down there. <laughs> Nobody wants to go down there. I'll never, and you might never have to go down there again. I might never go anywhere on Center Avenue in, in my life again. But but more importantly, anyway. where, what's your talk about? <laughs> so it's about uh, the importance of identifying crown jewels for the honey token. Sorry, my cat just ran through a tunnel. I don't know if you can hear that. Um, so it's about the importance of identifying crown jewels for the honey token. So identifying these critical assets, a lot of the times what you think is your critical, your critical asset isn't your critical asset. So you're talking to me, how do you figure that out? Cause my next question would be like, well, how do you figure it out? I mean, don't give me the answer if that's part of your talk. I can yeah, do a teaser. Talk. But you have to, like, for example, something I learned just in research and based off of like statistics that I found was um, your C-suites emails are often a crown jewel because, you know, they're not practicing proper security measures and they're the biggest compromise of like phishing emails and stuff like that. So these honey tokens are perfect to like place in your C-suite's emails. What, what is a C-suite? Like your CISO, your CEO, stuff like that. Oh, okay. Okay. My bad. Yeah, I'm not no, familiar you're... with the lingo. No, you're okay. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. When I read the statistics, it was like really high. Um, how often they neglect proper security measures and especially a CISO. Um, so to mm. put uh, a virtual tripwire in your CISO's email sounds bizarre and oftentimes I'm sure they wouldn't be compliant with it. But to do that, I think would be fascinating um, just to see who could potentially be snooping through a CISO's email and what their interests are and how long, how long would you let it get triggered before you would take action for it? So is that all going to be covered in your talk or are you just going to Yeah, I'll touch on that, yeah. toss that, toss that sort of an idea out and let, let people think about it for a little bit. I'm definitely going to throw stats in there and stuff like that. No, oh, nice. Who, who makes these honey tokens or is this like a custom thing? Honeywell. <laughs> no, there are a couple tools. The tool I used this summer was Thanks Canary. Oh, thanks, Canary. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they had like over 20 different options you can use. I think they started out with like a box on the network that they left. Yeah. Like, and that's what their first like out the gate thing was. I remember that. Like, it's like a box you set on the network, super vulnerable, right? And like, if something hits it, you know someone's in your network. Yeah. My, am I paraphrasing correctly? Yeah. I remember seeing those out of Black Hat, uh, yeah. I think like two years ago. I think the very first time I went in like 2018 or 2017, I remember seeing those. I think they're like, based on awesome idea. I think they're based out of South Africa, I think. I think they're like headquartered in South Africa. I don't know. Random things that I have in my brain that I can't remember anything else about. Fact check Kyle. Fact check Kyle. <laughs> I should be like South America somewhere. I don't know. No, I think it's, I think it's, South, but I could South, be somewhere. Yeah. The South Seas. But That's yeah. like, are those all the teasers you can give about your talk? Yeah. Yeah, I think that. It's pretty brief. That's yeah, I, I don't mean. I'm sorry. I don't want to answer for you. No, I think that was basically like the most, like the general ideas that I had for my talk. But yeah. you could throw some tooling in there besides, uh, like uh, honey, honey token stuff, honey, honey, Honeywell items. I don't know. I was going to find more open source tools that are about outside yeah. Canary and stuff. See, that's a lot of the stuff that I don't know about, and then you know, you'll just. We'll have like a one-off assignment and like just just out of nowhere, I'll just be chatting one of my people in my network and they're like, oh, do you know about this thing? It's on GitHub. Go get it. I'm like, I never knew that existed. I didn't know to go download it and build it. I don't know. You would be like, what's GitHub? Oh, yeah. Also that. Um, oh, man. 
Isn't it? If it's in Discord, I'll never find it. I don't know what that is still. It's just like a Slack. And people you... throw around Discord. I'm like, I don't know what that is. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. I don't know wire. Do you use wire? What's a wire? No. <clears throat> well, I mean, that's, I mean, I think one of the last things is, uh, well, you're, you're going to be done here shortly. What do you want to do when you grow up? Man, that's a loaded question. It's actually a great question, though. I mean, you've, you've seen a lot uh, in the InfoSec world. Given your background, what do you want to do? Find bad guys. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. You can you yeah. can do that. There's places I don't know. to I'm do going it. Through a crisis with applying for jobs because I don't know. I'm really torn on what I want to do. We can. Why uh, you just apply for a mall and just pick the best location? Going to. Don't yes. do that. I mean, it's weird with the whole location thing right now. Everyone's like, you're where it's remote until further notice, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can always dip out and move somewhere. Which is Yeah. Just remember, when it's full remote, that means you can live anywhere with high-speed internet. So don't. Yes. Until it's yeah. not full remote anymore. I mean, I'll move wherever as long as it's not like Idaho. No offense to Idaho. But... Have you been to Idaho? Why would I go to Idaho? I mean... Well, exactly so you can't crap on idaho if you've never been to I'm idaho crapping on it but like i definitely need more mental stimulation than idaho i mean there's not <laughs> much in <laughs> there's not much idaho. okay i once I went want... to wyoming now hold on here i once went to wyoming and i remember just blasting my facebook because i didn't have twitter back then with just like wyoming is so bad like uh thoughts that they went for like hours and I've been to Wyoming. The only part of Wyoming I went, we went from Denver to Cheyenne because I thought that like it would be cool to go to Wyoming for a day. Boy, was I wrong. Was it pretty uh, at least? I mean, if you like looking at like buffaloes and I'm farm or bison, actually it's bison. I'm sorry. It's These aren't, buffalo. this isn't Buffalo, New York bills. This is bison's That's bison. Neat. Did you know that? <laughs> I did. I read your bio. So that That's probably where I said buffaloes. But there's bisons in farmland, and like I've seen farmland. I, we have farmland out here in Western Pennsylvania, Central Pennsylvania, Eastern Pennsylvania. I can't get down with the farm life. No, stay in the city. Oh, you're in the city. You look. You, you've got to be in the city, right? I'm actually in the suburbs now. Yeah, I know. That's why you got all that sweet artwork behind you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> She's in the city. Yeah, Bourbon country. Peace. Bourbon living. Eat. Eat. Well, what are you sipping on as we close this uh, our time out? Southern Tier Pumpkin. I was gonna guess. That's quality. Now, have you drank it? Have you drank it with a cinnamon sugar rim on a beer? That's too sweet. Or on a glass? Oh, really? Time I was there. I don't. That's too sweet. Like this is just pushing it. Sweet. Have you ever had the Rum Barrel Pumpkin? Yeah. That had a little sting. I'm sorry, did you say stank or sting? Both, truthfully, but I didn't say sting. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you said stang. Stang. A stang. Stang. A little, a little blend of both of those words. Let me turn my volume up. <laughs> stang. A little stang to it. Yeah. No, they, they also did, um, there was another version that, like, they'll, they'll, like, turn it into, like, a porter or they'll have, like, an imperial. They had like Russian a stout. coffee one too. Yeah. You like that? No. I had the pumpkin whiskey the other day when I was there. That was good. Oh, yeah. They have pumpkin whiskey? Yeah. The, yeah. It was, it's good. Is it? Yeah. Is that, is that just like, at the brewery or? No, you can buy it. They have, it's pumpkin whiskey and they have warlock whiskey too. There you go. It's the warlock. At the yeah. state store? 
At what? State store. The state store out here in uh, Pennsylvania, we cannot go to a independently owned liquor facility. Really? Yeah, they're liquor. They're yeah. state stores. Didn't you know that? How long have you been here? Five, going on six years. I oh yeah. I am half the time. Oh man, no, the state. Here. The state gets that. That's all Pennsylvania run. That's weird. You're you're paying you're this. paying the state directly to buy liquor, which is strange. I'm mentally in Buffalo, New York, with all of this. You like the snow up there? Um, yes and no. Mm-hmm. I've lived through three blizzards, I think. I like snow. What's what? How do you define a blizzard? <laughs> we had seven feet of snow, and like my school was done for like a month. And I think that counts as a blizzard, Kyle. Yeah, I didn't have saying. power for a month. That's a blizzard. You didn't have power for a month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get the hell out of Buffalo. Oh, oh my I god. Back. I'll go what? back to like eat good things for a weekend, but is that when they uh, when they rolled those like snow melting dump trucks through Buffalo? Yeah, October storm. Yeah. And then they had like the blizzard of seventy seven, but I clearly was not alive then. But I know about it. <laughs> clearly, that's the only thing that goes on in Buffalo because the football team sucks. So they got to well, talk about their blizzards. Right We're like four and zero right now. Were you old enough to watch? Uh, What's his face? Missed the field goal. Steve Christie. Right? Steve yeah. Christie. In the Super Bowl. Do you, do you remember that? No. But I know about the four falls of Buffalo. But don't ask me about it. I just know of it. No, okay. That's okay. Four falls of Buffalo. Yeah. I know that our, our football team is subpar, but we have the best fan base in the league. Oh, You do. There is something about that, uh, the Bills oh, Mafia. The Bills Mafia. You can't top that fan base. You know, everyone talks about how great the Steelers fans are, and I think that's I just I was kinda, so bored at a Steelers game. I think it's just wind up a, you know, wind coming in from, from the Allegheny River here, you know, local bluster. But the you can't – how do you top somebody jumping off of a, a, a bed of a truck or the, the cab of a – bus that they rented and falling onto a table full of like cups of beer they made a barstool documentary off of it my friends go and tailgate at like 5 a.m did, and they're there you, for a whole day uh, no, this is it only lasts of, until you're like 28 and then you try to do it as you get into your 30s and then you're like this is not a six-day hangover isn't worth it oh yeah i already have three-day hangovers i'm sure six days <laughs> i'm serious aren't they bad they're awful yeah i'm down I'm immobile. I can't do I'm anything. I'm tired. I can't I'm see out of both my eyes. Angry. Clearly. Yeah. How do you want people to get a hold of you? I'm going to link your profile up uh, to the show notes, but if you want me to tag any Twitter, your Twitter handle or you want yeah, them just sure. to find you. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Go when, for it. Do you want to tell anybody what that is or are you just going to? Kyle, I think, has it. Oh, I'll just tag it and be surprised. I don't yeah, Kyle. Or. You work for her now. You put that up. You do all the work. That's right. That's what That's I heard. But as we like to say, thanks, Allie, for doing this. But as we like to say as we end the podcast, stay thirsty, people. <laughs> thanks for having me. <laughs>